You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to share this week an episode that I did with someone who was really struggling in certain areas of her health, and I'll kind of let her share your story, but kind of just to show how much healing is possible and kind of what to do when we hit certain roadblocks and when we feel like we're not progressing forward, we kind of address some really common root causes that I see, and what's really interesting is as she kind of mentions in the podcast, we had actually worked together and she had worked through some of my protocols and, you know, kind of seeing what success she got with that. And I think some of these will be some root causes that maybe you haven't thought that you might be experiencing, but very well could be impacting you. So I'm so excited to share this interview that I did with my client, Michaela. And I just hope that this resonates with someone and I think that this will hopefully open Pandora's box for some of you to just really look into areas of health and healing that you might not have looked at so far. So enjoy this interview. All right, Michaela, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today. This is definitely a little bit different way of chatting than we normally do. And I'm so excited to be able to have you on this side, you know, being able to walk through your journey and share so many of like your healing wins. So I'm so excited to have you here. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and chat about it. I am too. So give everyone kind of like a background on you, your history, like things that, you know, you feel like you are dealing with that I think a lot of people can resonate with. And then we'll be able to obviously share what your healing journeys looked like and what kind of brought you to this other side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, honestly, as far back as I can remember, I feel like um, I like struggled with body image and just kind of like weight issues. I mean, even back to when I was probably in second grade, I remember a picture of me and my friends going in the hot tub and in our bathing suits. I remember at that age being like, oh my gosh, like I don't look like the other girls. And so it was just always kind of like, I don't know, a thing on my mind. And as I got older, everyone's like, oh, you know, not that I was like super crazy, like an obese kid or anything, but I, you know, people would be like, oh, your baby weight will drop off as you get older. And I mean, even things you probably shouldn't be talking to children about <laughs> um, was talked about, but I just always figured and you know, I'll get older and things will even out. And as I got older, that didn't really happen. Um, and so I was just always like hyper fixated on weight and I struggled with constipation and just kind of like all these things that I didn't really know why they were going on. Um, but I mean, you could say I was the like typical, like middle school or high schooler that tried like every diet, every Mm. fad thing, like was always hoping you know, that like a diet pill would help me. Like I remember like my grandma gave me diet pills Oh my goodness. and I was like, this is going to be the thing. Like I wanted the quick fix for sure, but I just didn't, I didn't understand my body. I was definitely very out of touch with my body. Um, and so I didn't really know how 
to help it besides like what I read in magazines or, you know, saw on TV or social media. So it was definitely challenging um, to just like not feel comfortable in my body. Um, So yeah, that was kind of that. And then that just really continued through my 20s, um, kind of just like yo-yoing with weight and not always being the healthiest and but like still always on this kind of like back road journey of like, how can I like heal myself and, and feel better? Um, so yeah, that, I mean, it really didn't happen until last year. So almost like 30 years of my life trying to figure myself out. Um, crazy. What was that breaking point for you that you were like, I need to try something different. Like I need to try, I need to stop doing what I'm currently doing. I mean, I honestly, like, I think it was, I don't know if we can say pandemic, but um, (laughs) it'll flag it, but it was really the beginning of that, that I'd always been kind of interested in in natural health, like in alternative methods. Like my family definitely airs more on the side of holistic um, when they're like, when it comes to approaching things. Mm -hmm. So I was definitely interested. I was like, I know that there's like food or like there's something more like holistic that I can be doing. So when the pandemic started, that really kind of got me intrigued about holistic health and kind of diving more into that. Um, and I just kind of started, I don't know, following accounts. I followed your account. Um, and I was like, there's definitely root, like a root cause approach that I could be taking to this. So that's when Again, I found your account last year and then started working with you, um, which really just kind of like set the tone and started the like healing I feel like I've been gaining for the past, you know, six, seven months. Yeah, no, like that's so crazy. And I remember when when we started, like when we had our first call and you were like, you know, saying that like how long you've been dealing with these things and it just, it's so crazy that how when we actually started kind of getting things moving in the body and and fixing things that had been stagnant and like probably never addressed. Yeah. You know, or never never. even thinking to address, um, like how you can never heard about any of that stuff, you know, like lymphatic system and drainage and anything, you know? And like, I remember too, when I found you, I was like, Oh, I just was really like with a chronic constipation and then sorry TMI but just the gas and bloating was every single day like Mm -hmm. every night like after dinner and I was like this I can't live like this like this is miserable um and I remember when we first talked and you were like have you ever heard of like a parasite cleanse or like done any research about parasites and I was totally skeptical because I was like parasites like what would that have to do with anything like I guess I've gone to Mexico so maybe that could be at play but I had no idea like how much they could actually be playing like a role in my health you know it's so crazy and I always like tiptoe around that with people even though I'm so confident like when I'm doing you know and I'm sure like it's just like when I'm hearing somebody's story and then 
I'm like, wow, I really, I need to bring this up, but I also don't want to sound like a crazy lady. <laughs> you know, so it's, I'm like, hey, you know, have you ever, you know, have you ever heard about parasite cleansing or, you know, like, what do you think about this? And I think that's why I'm trying to like be more vocal and talk about it here on my podcast and more on, so on Instagram so that it's not just like some taboo thing that, you know, your conventional doctor probably will absolutely dismiss, you know, you maybe hear some, you know, holistic doctors and stuff talk about it, but, but really understanding like how real it can be for, yeah. you know, for many, many situations. Totally. And again, I was like, what, like parasites, but I should backtrack a little bit before probably like three or four years ago, I went through this phase, um, of just like, you know, constipation the gas the bloating like I was just feeling terrible all the time so for probably like six months this doctor that I was seeing this like primary care doctor probably thought I was so crazy but I would like go to her constantly because I was just seeking I was like something is wrong like get me a blood test like can we do like a um food sensitivity test like I just wanted I was trying so hard to like figure out what was going on with me because I just didn't feel right and knew something was off. And I mean, no, nothing to her, you know, saying anything bad about her. She just didn't really know, but she like ran a blood test and she was like, everything looks normal. And I was like, how could everything look normal? Like I don't feel normal. And then she referred me to another doctor who was like, oh, you should take a an antidepressant oh my gosh (laughs) and I was like I don't need an antidepressant like yes I'm struggling with anxiety but I think there's a reason and I just want to like figure it out I feel like something is off in my body and then she's like oh well you need to get like either the antidepressant or a um some sort of gastrointestinal test or whatever but I just like had such a bad taste in my mouth and I left and I never went back and did any more conventional stuff because I was just like I'm not getting the answers I'm looking for and they're not really understanding me you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that was were you ever struggle. were you ever on birth control I was but not not a not very long um I mean I guess looking back I did try I tried the maneuvering I tried the pill I did the implant in my arm mm. um and then I ended up well, I did do the Mirena, but I got that out a week later because I had such horrific side effects from it. And getting it put in was traumatic. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. And then I ended up having the copper IED for two years, which I got removed, I think, last year. Maybe it's been a year and a half because um, that was absolutely terrible, too. So do you <laughs> feel like that contributed been- at all to like your bloating? And do you feel like do you feel like with one week? I know when we started kind of doing all this stuff that had kind of been recently out of the picture, but like, do you feel like that stuff contributed for you at all? Absolutely. I mean, definitely in my early twenties when I was on the pill that I felt like was, I gained weight immediately. And I felt like that was more mental, like my anxiety and like stress and all that was at play. But when I got the copper IUD, I mean, from the get go, it was, I could feel like I always felt bloated and like crampy even when I didn't have my period. And obviously the copper IUD makes your periods like much longer and much heavier. Um, But it just, yeah, it was, it was not good. (laughs) 
Yeah. And that's, the, I mean, I don't think I've really ever talked to many people, especially with an IUD who had a pleasant experience. Some people learn to right. live with it. Um, but right, like you said, it creates so many other symptoms. And especially when you're already dealing with bloating and constipation, you're like, you don't want any more inflammation in that area that doesn't need to be there. No, absolutely. And I, I think too, like I asked the doctor that put it in, I was like, I've never had PMS before. Like before the copper IUD, my periods were like, I didn't even really know they were coming. Like I should have been more on top of it, but they were regular. And I would just be like, Oh, like on my period, like I didn't feel PMS. I didn't feel angry. didn't feel anything. And right after I got the copper IUD put in Mm. the week, literally to the day, the week before I would just be so irritable and hungry and just, just agitated. And I asked her, I was like, I know this isn't hormonal, but like, she's like, well, if you're really, really sensitive, you know, since there is a foreign object in there, it could be, you know, causing things to go awry. And I'm like, okay, this is, and I, I can't believe I kept it in for another two years, but um, yeah, I mean, things, things, even when they're non-hormonal don't come without side effects, you know? Exactly. And that's so true. It's so true. And I like, I wanted to bring that up just because, you know, it's so easy to like get in a one track mind of, okay, like you're dealing with constipation. We mentioned parasites, you know, that's the only answer, but there's obviously so many different moving pieces with healing. And you had kind of been addressing getting off birth control, helping to support yourself, detox that and like replenish. But I definitely think that's an important, that's definitely an important piece, like hormonal, you know, every, every little piece and part of health always goes into a journey. It's not just, oh, you know, we're suspecting parasites. You just hop on this magic protocol and, you know, you're better. It's, oh, it definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so, you know, there's so many pieces. No, it definitely helps. And yeah, I mean, I feel like I then started the parasite cleanse with you and notice like immediate shifts but then I was also like wow there's like these other things I now need to address mm-hmm. um because you know that everything is connected <laughs> yes exactly and and that was that's kind of it's so funny because I, I always say healing is like a it's a it is like an onion you you start healing and then you find mm-hmm. a symptom that's there that now needs to be addressed and you kind of peel that back and you peel the next layer back and you're constantly not constantly, but you're, you're frequently finding something new that needs to be addressed. That was probably always there that you never realized. And now it's like come to the surface. So yeah, I definitely, a lot of people can feel discouraged when they feel that, but I feel one thing that I just like really so admire about you is you had just such a good attitude going through the whole thing. And that's very hard to do, especially when going through like a chronic healing journey is like, okay, like, when do I just give up? Like, you know, this is, it's annoying that we constantly keep finding things. We are like, oh, wow, this is so fascinating. I bet I've been dealing with this for a long time. Like, how can we address this? And I think just touching on the mindset piece is so great because you can either go through something and be like, I'm really scared to do this. I don't feel super bought in. Like, what does it have to do with my journey? But right along, you're like, okay, this is, I'm going to learn more and I'm going to do it. And when we find stuff, I want to learn more about why I have this. And I just, it's so admirable. It really is. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I just think I was so ready to feel better. And I'm just naturally like, I'll try it. Like, let's do it. <laughs> I want to, I want to learn about it. I want to try it. Like you can't hurt at this point. Um, so yeah, it is important to, to 
have a positive mindset and be ready, but also be ready for setbacks. Like I remember when I messaged you at one point and I was like, I'm just feeling like I'm not losing weight. Like Mm -hmm. I was just having one of those days where I was like, I looked at somebody else and they did a parasite cleanse and lost 30 pounds. And yes, I remember that exact message. (laughs) Yeah. I was totally (laughs) comparing myself, which it's like, don't do, do not do that. What is it like? Comparison is the thief of joy. joy. Yeah. And I'm like totally comparing myself, getting stuck in this spiral. And you're like, don't compare yourself <laughs> to others and everyone's healing journey is different. Um, and I mean, those, those things, those times happen, you know, in any, in any healing situation, but you know, I got over that <laughs> and obviously like shortly after, um, I found out that I had been living in like toxic black mold for two years. <laughs> so I, that wasn't helping me at all. Um, and I noticed an immediate difference when we moved out. So, which that was kind of perfect timing that you were also moving out. I mean, it had literally nothing to do, like you guys were already planning on moving, but it was kind of yeah. perfect that as you were moving, I remember seeing the picture of the mold and I was like, oh my gosh, you've been living in this environment for two years. Yeah. And it was right by my bed and I had no idea. I mean, I didn't know. Knowing what I know now, I would have, I look back and I'm like, okay, I smelled like the mildewy smell sometimes in the back room oh, okay. to the bathroom. Like the shower like had a leak, but it was like outside and we would wipe it up. But I just didn't know really about mold and how toxic it can be and co- like how many issues it can cause. And I will say like some people have way worse like symptoms in mold than I did, like you know, I could sleep and whatever, but it was just so crazy to see that big patch of black mold in the back of the closet that had been like closed up for the two years and then think, okay, if this much is showing on the outside, what does the inside look Mm -hmm. like? Um, And most people, you're lucky that you got to see it because I feel like a lot of people never see it. No, they don't. I mean, a lot of people just test their homes even to find mold and then it's like the where is it type of thing but yeah it was I mean I think being in a closed dark closet with like a uh what is it dry cleaner bag was like tucked back in the corner it just created the perfect environment for it to to like thrive back there um and the sad thing is like our landlord just painted over it and put the place up for rent right oh my gosh and you told them about it right yeah. And she lives upstairs. Like it's an, a unit attached to her house. So like that affects her too, but she, I'm not surprised. She's so the type, like she was just, <laughs> wasn't about to do anything that would cost too much money. So, but it's crazy. I mean, but then we obviously look at that and we say like, what is the cost of your health? You know, I mean, yeah. because we understand the importance. I don't think, you know, I think many people, understand that mold is not a good thing, but I don't think many people understand one, how prevalent mold can be in houses and two, how it can affect you. Because like you said, it didn't affect you to the point where you were like, you didn't have crazy brain fog from it. Like you could sleep okay, but you know, I think it definitely contributed to the fact that your body was holding on to 10 extra pounds because a lot of that's inflammation. Um, Absolutely. You know, and parasites hold on to mold. And so it just, it, 
the way that obviously we look at things in a holistic world is everything is connected and it makes so much sense when you really take a step back and you look at the whole picture. But to most people, they're like, oh, you know, let me just cover up the smell of mildew with like my candle or let me just paint over it. Because if you paint over it, you don't see it. But it's, yeah, I mean, look at, especially over, you know, the, the last two years, the P word, we've been spending so much time inside. (laughs) No, you're, no, you're fine. Um, and like it, yeah, people it are just, it just how does it and effort? Yeah, exactly. In these toxic environments, and they don't even realize. And then that kind of triggered memories for me because I was like, oh, if I look back, I remember my childhood home when I was downstairs, I would look at the ceiling one day and there was a big water leak from the bathtub upstairs. So then I was like, okay, I guarantee you we had mold back then. So it's mm-hmm. like, how long have I been living in mold? Because especially when you're renting, like, you don't know what you know, is going on behind the scenes. <laughs> so no, and most even home buyers, they don't necessarily look no. into it unless, you know, maybe there's a leak or, or something. We, when we were just in Florida, I remember we would work out at the gym and I looked up and all we, we I mean, we could visibly see black mold on the LA fitness. Oh and God, no I mean, and, and I even told Nick one day, I was like, you know, I was like, I just feel like when we were, you know, when we were there, I felt like puffier even though I still feel like I didn't feel like big but like I felt at some points like puffier and then when we came home I feel maybe it's just I don't know maybe it's probably just all in my head but I feel like I was like wow I look I look like leaner and I didn't do anything differently you know it's not like we we ate healthy there we made a lot of our meals so I the only thing I could probably contribute to that is probably being in a somewhat of a more moldy environment I can't tell for sure, sure but it does impact you in those ways. And especially for a lot of people, it's like holding on to extra weight. Absolutely. And I mean, that's exactly how I felt like it was for me because I was like, when I came to you, I was like, I just feel like I'm doing everything right. Like we shop at the farmer's market. We eat like local organic. Like I work out, like what am I missing here? Like, you know? And so it was like doing the parasite cleanse. And then I started seeing and passing lots of parasites and I was like what no way like I would for have a never long thought. time for a long yeah. time <laughs> for a long time like they just even when I stopped taking the parapels like I was still <laughs> passing them on the binder so it was like my body wow. was like ready you like kind of broke the dam here with getting these out and we're ready to like flush them out so what was I'm your sure experience were- oh go ahead go ahead no, I was just saying, I'm sure they were loving the moldy environment that I was living in. Oh, they do. They love it. They thrive <laughs> off of it. What was, uh, what was, what would you feel like going through parasite cleansing? What was your experience like with that? How, like, how did you feel energy wise? How did you feel, you know, internally digestive wise? What was all of that like? Well, so it was really interesting because up until that point, I had never been able or at least for the past like 10 to 15 years, hadn't been able to eat dairy at all, was like really sensitive even to any sort of gluten and bread. Could you do get... raw dairy? I hadn't, I hadn't tried okay. raw dairy. I okay. didn't really know about that at the time. So I just, I never consumed it. I just avoided it. Thought it was all like, I was had issues to all of it. And so the first thing I noticed, like, pretty quickly after doing it, I was, I was like, oh, I'm not getting 
I'm not having like bloating and gas when I ate some cheese just now. <laughs> like this is crazy. Um, and then I had like a sandwich because I was like, I'm just going to test this out. And I wasn't as reactive. And I was like, wow, this is like, this is really interesting. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, the biggest thing that went away like so quickly after starting it was the gas and the bloating. Like those were the two things every night that just drove me insane. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm going to get done with dinner and like, this is going to start up. Um, so those were the like two big things that I noticed right away. Um, and, but otherwise I didn't, I didn't feel bad. Um, I know people can have, you can, you know, have detox reactions, but I think, I think I was just so ready to like get rid of things. that my body was like into it. Yeah. <laughs> it was feeling, feeling really good. I was feeling really energized and, I started doing coffee enemas, which was really fun. So <laughs> um, fun. And that just helps just push push a lot of stuff out, <laughs> clear a lot of things out. So um yeah, it was it was awesome. So great. And so what does what does everything look like now? So now that you've kind of you know, we, you've done like the initial protocols, you obviously moved out of a moldy environment. Like, have you guys tested your new house for mold? Like what is kind of like your maintenance protocol look like for you? Well, not that you need to like share everything that you do, but like some of like your favorite kind of tips to help you just maintain all of the great results that you saw. Yeah. So, I mean, I should say like after we moved out of the moldy place in September, I think October, I was like, gosh, I'm just like feeling amazing. Like my clothes are fitting really great. And I, I don't like to weigh myself a lot because it's just, I have negative like <laughs> thoughts connected to it. And if I see a number I don't like, I fixate on it. It just hasn't always been the healthiest thing for me in the past. But I was like, I'm going to weigh myself and I could never lose that 10 pounds like no matter what I did and even if I lost a couple they would always come back on I remember weighing myself and I was down 10 pounds and I was like and I didn't even feel like I did it I wasn't like okay I'm on this eating plan I'm on this exercise plan like I wasn't I was just living and like mm -hmm. I'd done the parasite cleanse I was continuing with the binder I was doing coffee enemas um and so I was like oh my gosh like this is amazing <laughs> so that was really great um but yeah, I mean, I will say I didn't really realize I, well, I found the mold as we were moving out when we had already bought our house. So I didn't get to like, um, you know, have that as a factor when we were looking. So I, and I haven't tested our home yet. That's on the list of things to do. Um, but I haven't felt any mold symptoms being here and we're lucky that it's built on a cement foundation. So we don't okay. have at least the crawl space that can, you know, harbor mold. Um, but who knows? I'm definitely, it's on the list to get done. Um, but as far as maintenance goes, I do my coffee enemas a couple of times a week because I just feel really good doing that. Um, I sauna, do infrared sauna like almost daily, <clears throat> kind of backed off a little bit now. Um, I continue to take my binder. Um, and then I've still been, passing parasites with like doing running the full moon parasite cleanses so I've been doing short like three day monthly full moon challenges just because you know they're still they're still in there <laughs> yeah no and I, th I love doing that I love kind of doing like a five to seven day maintenance type thing especially because like just because you got rid of them once doesn't mean you're never exposing yourself. You know, if you eat sushi, you go outside, you're, you right. know, your hands and your feet are in the dirt. You know, there's so many different things that 
you know, yeah, and you who knows how, you know, the last 20, 30 years, how many eggs, you know, they, they lay eggs <laughs> and they, they, they can exactly. last for a long time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've passed eggs. <laughs> Same. <laughs> TMI. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm kind of doing that monthly for now, but I feel like, you know, I'll get into more of like a seasonal mm-hmm. situation in the future. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm still a work in progress, but we all I just, are. I don't think it's yeah. ever a, a final no. destination. I don't think it ever is. No, it's definitely not. But I just, um, like the knowledge I've gained over the past year and just the way that I feel, um, is so different and it's just, oh, it's amazing. I'm like, been like waiting <laughs> to get to this place. So for like 30 years now, so we finally, I finally made it. Such um, a good feeling. Yeah. It's such a good feeling. So it's been, it's been awesome. And I just love now learning about parasites and drainage stuff and <laughs> stagnant drainage pathways. It's just fascinating to me. It's like so many people struggle with it and they don't even realize it, you know? So yeah, no, I know. Awesome. And it's, it's so, so important. So talk about like, what are some of your favorite ways that you, you help support your drainage pathways so that, you know, what, what you're killing off or, you know, what you want to get rid of can be able to move through the system. Yeah. So I definitely make sure I'm like going to the bathroom at least like one to two times a day, just keep everything moving and flowing. I don't, I'm not chronically constipated anymore. So that's so amazing. Um, and then definitely coffee enemas and sauning. Like I think even maybe sauna is, is the best thing. I feel like just sweat everything out and oh, also rebounding. I do that like almost every day just gets everything moving and flowing. Um, so that's been really fun. Just get out on my mini trampoline and jump away (laughs) for like 10 minutes or so. So yeah, those are probably like my main things. I love that. Did you ever struggle to sweat or did like, obviously I know you struggled with bowel movements. And so since parasite cleansing, have you noticed less constipation? A hundred percent. Like I would never be able to easily go to the bathroom daily. Like every morning it's not like a struggle (laughs) and it's not like, Oh, it's not happening today. It's like, no, it's like a daily thing that I don't struggle with. So I definitely think the parasites were at play with maybe blocking things up (laughs) totally um yeah so I don't struggle with that and then what was the other thing um oh did you struggle to sweat oh yes yes that's what it was I fully did and I didn't realize that that was a bad thing I was like I remember I used to say this myself I'm like oh I'm just not a sweater like I don't sweat that much (laughs) and it's like no it's because you're your lymph system is stagnant and congested and needs to be like flowing more. So yeah, it was interesting, especially when I first started doing the sauna, it would take me like 20 minutes to sweat. Mm. Um, and now I, I also do dry brushing. Like before I get in the sauna, I'll, yep. I'll do a full dry brush. Um, and yeah, I sweat within like 10 minutes. If that, sometimes it's even quicker. So like a full okay. body, especially I know in, like my like arms and legs, like if those aren't sweating and it's taking a while, then I'm like, oh, things are things are slow going. But now it's like my arms and legs too are sweating quickly. So because obviously, like my 
underarms are gonna sweat quickly when I get into a sauna Mm -hmm. but it's like are the other parts sweating so exactly yeah exactly yeah that's like one of my favorite things (laughs) and so did getting in the sauna more and just doing that more or like do you like to pair it with certain things like you pair it with your dry brush I know you use red light therapy yeah I use red light therapy um I always like to take a like biotoxin binder or some sort mm. of binder from Cellcore before I get in or when I get out. Um, and then sometimes I'll take the lymph active if I'm feeling just like really sluggish mm. from Cellcore. Um, but yeah, I'll do, I like to, I like to do rebounder followed by coffee enema. And then I like to do dry brush with binder followed by sauna. Those are kind of like Ooh. my little paired, my paired thing. So <laughs> that's a good pair. Yeah, that's really good. I find like that's been like the most like beneficial when I do group those together. So yeah, have you found a difference with taking the binder before versus after? Like with you anecdotally? Honestly, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't notice. And sometimes I forget to take it before, so then I'll take it after. Yep. It just just depends. But I don't. I personally don't notice a difference. Yeah, me neither. I I just make sure that I do it in and around then, but yeah. I don't. I haven't noticed personally. I do know the NAC or like sometimes like taking the KL support through Cellcore or like taking N-acetylcysteine before that can really help. Oh, I actually have never taken KL support before the sauna. Mm, I'm not to try I that. I love that. I love Ooh, that. I gotta test that one out, and I haven't done NAC either, so. Yeah. And I mean, especially with all the research that came out with NAC on like respiratory stuff and like, I, that was just something I love having on hand, but then knowing that it helps boost glutathione. And then I did some research on how, and I'd seen some other practitioners say like, if you do struggle to sweat, you can take it before. And so if you do struggle to sweat and maybe you're just going in like a bath or something, any, anything like, you know, having a sauna is great. And, you know, I know that you use the Thera, Therasage. Yeah. Therasage. Yeah. 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 So use like the, and that's like a great, like perfect portable one. Um, you know, even if people though are like going in a sauna at their gym, like a traditional sauna or an, you can do a hot bath, um, anything right. to be able to get yes. your body temperature up. Like we don't realize, and I just read this really great book. You would love it. I posted on my story. It's called arming the immune system. And it's all about like fever. But then I think oh, the I reason think that sauna that from your story, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And I think one of the big reasons is because when we raise our core body temperature, it helps our immune system strengthen and it helps us be able to get rid of things because everything is like back online and it's killing pathogens off. So like, even if you like, I know that not everyone has a sauna, but like you can raise your core body temperature in so many ways. You can, you know, do some exercise, you can go in a bath, you can, you know, do so many different types of less expensive and free things totally I mean before I got a sauna I was doing the bath and then Mm -hmm. trying to work out but I always struggled to sweat working out it wasn't always like my best way but I would do a really hot bath and like my heart rate would be up and I'd be sweating Mm -hmm. for my forehead so I'm like I know like this is doing we're getting there yes (laughs) that's always a good sign people are like how do I know if my body is sweating and I was like well if your face is sweating your body's in the water, but it's probably also sweating. <laughs> I did a, I did a bath the other night like that. And I didn't plan for it to be as hot as it was. I just wasn't paying attention to the water. And I put, a, um, one of the like primally pure face masks on and I was like, mm. Oh, I'm just gonna have a relaxing bath. Read my book. And it all melted. <laughs> yeah. 
it was like melting off. I was like, I have to get out because it's like totally ruined the whole image I had of the night. And I was yes. like, okay, this is not working. Yeah. If you can put a face mask on in your bath and your face mask isn't melting off your face, it's not hot enough. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Either that or you just don't sweat that great. I did that once. Yeah. I did it with a charcoal <laughs> mask and the, like, you know how like your face needs to be dry for the charcoal to like dry and then work yeah, yeah. My, oh, yeah my face was soaking wet the whole time and I was like this is so <laughs> pointless like it's just sitting there it's not yeah it's not dry it's not hardening it's not really being its most effective <laughs> no so I was like all right back to the drawing board so yeah I'm yeah. I love a hot bath I actually I I probably need to take one because I haven't done one in a while they're so great even you can yes. even pair like a hot bath before a sauna if you're really really struggling yes you know to get to get warm, you can you could do a hot bath, a sauna, and then like a cold shower or like hot cold compress shower. Like that could be a really totally. good combination. Oh, that sounds amazing! I might have to do that tonight. <laughs> I love it. I know. I think that's cold, gonna be my like nightly cold. thing tonight. <laughs> my little to go or little thing that I need to do. But um, so so you mentioned before that you got back to like eating dairy and drinking milk. And I know that like the source that you choose is very important, but you haven't had any yeah. issues with those, right? No, I mean, my dairy intolerance is, I feel completely gone. And even when I started adding in dairy, I think it was either during or after the the cleanse, the initial parasite cleanse I did last July. Um, I wasn't choosing, like, I wasn't really like mindful of choosing raw or anything. I was just, not that I was drinking like milk and I wasn't doing that, but like having cheese on stuff, I just wasn't finding, I wasn't getting bloated and I wasn't having gas at all. Um, and so now obviously like I just am more conscious about the quality of the dairy. So I choose raw, um, and I drink like raw milk in the morning now, which I never could drink, um, milk before. I mean, I'm sure the pasteurization had, had a little bit to do with that, but I just, I feel so good having like good quality raw dairy in my diet now and even when I do have not as great a quality if I'm out or whatever I don't have the symptoms that I had before at all like none like zero gas (laughs) which I never thought was possible so yeah it's it's amazing that is that's amazing and and raw dairy is it for so many people it could be so healing even if you do have like lactose issues it's just it's just like a totally different food and so I always separate the two I'm like are you talking about conventional dairy or are you talking about raw dairy (laughs) because they're very very different very different yeah definitely yeah I mean I started out with with raw like kefir and um, raw cheese and raw butter and then I mean now I'm been drinking raw milk with like two pasture organic raw egg yolks in the morning it's Love just that. yeah really really changed it up here but yeah I just I feel so great and just trying to get all the good nutrients nutrient dense bioavailable things I can get in <laughs> good I love that I love that I love that so if you if you were to choose like one of your favorite tips, things that you do every day, like what would you say is your go-to habit, tip, food that, that helps you kind of propel you further on this journey? If you had to pick only one. Oh, well, I always say 
I would choose my sauna over any mm-hmm. like therapy that I have. I know not everybody has that available to them, but I feel like that's just something I can't live without. Like it makes me feel so good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd have to say sauna. That is like my, my number one. <laughs> it's like one of my favorites too. So I don't blame you. That's a hard question, but I, <laughs> I definitely think I would have to agree so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing I will say about the sauna that I noticed, um, when I first started doing it, I would feel like I wouldn't feel good after it. I would feel really mm-hmm. tired and just really like run down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think probably that was like just releasing stuff or whatever it was. Um, but it's been so such a cool shift to see like how energized and great I feel after now. So the beginning, Agreed. you might not always feel so great. But... Right. And think about like your body probably was still sluggish at that point, you know? Yeah, totally. So totally. interesting. I had the same experience. Like I, I don't know. I don't think it was definitely... I don't think it was necessarily a Herx, but I mean, I would get home and I'd be like, it'd be four o'clock. I'd be, I'd just gotten out of one of the infrared saunas at the gym. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, I need to go to bed. I was like, the dog needs to be walked in or needs to be made. I'm like, just, I can't, I'm so tired because your body's just finally processing and detoxing things that it's been sitting there for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, oh no, like, so then I, I kind of backed off. I did a little bit less heat, a little less time, mm-hmm. just kind of eased into it. Cause sometimes I'm the type that's like hundred percent, like do it as like intense as possible. And then I just feel horrible and I'm like, well, okay, dial it back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Low and slow is better. <laughs> oh, 100%. Low and slow is the name of the game for parasite cleansing, for detoxing. I mean, for yes. literally anything, you always want to kind of like slowly get into things, let your body adjust. So, Absolutely. so Absolutely. So important. Well, thank you for coming on and kind of resharing your journey. Obviously I knew a lot of it, but it's just, <laughs> I think this is going to help a lot of people. I think a lot of people can resonate with things and, you know, it's just, it's so cool to just know that if you're not feeling great, like everybody has the opportunity to be able to to make it to that other side. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Can you tell everybody where they can connect with you, follow along with your journey, see all the great things that you share and post? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I am at beyond whole health on Instagram. And then my website is beyondwholehealth.com. Perfect. Super easy to remember. And I will definitely link all of those in the show notes, but Thank you so much for coming on. It was so great catching up and I can't wait to hear how many people are interested in uh, parasite cleansing after this. <laughs> yes. If you have a pulse, you have parasites. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. It was so fun chatting. Thank you. So fun. Woo!